With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. Welcome to Ochenta Stories. Recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host, Lori Martinez. Today's story comes to us from Johannesburg, South Africa. Written and performed by award-winning journalist and podcaster, Elna Schultz. Mrs. Scared is a short fiction about an unlikely friendship and hope for the future. Before we jump in, a note for listeners. Ochenta Stories is a globally crowdsourced show. We receive submissions in English, Italian, French, Spanish, Korean, and Mandarin. We've produced each in its original language and in English. This work, originally in English, has been adapted into Spanish, and you can listen to that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, here is Mrs. Scared by Elna Schultz. In the face of a terrible crisis, the government has set up a variety of hotlines in each town, which one can call for advice and comfort. It was a clever plan that went a little wrong, but a little right for one particular village. Due to an unfortunate administrative error created by bureaucratic panic, the announcements of the hotline number had one wrong digit in them. Even more unluckily for everyone involved, the phone that was accidentally flooded with concerned and anxious phone calls belongs to none other than the city's most experienced of warriors, Mrs. V. Scared. Mrs. Scared is the one you invite to the party but don't talk to for very long. She is skilled at turning any situation into a reason for panic, and while focusing on the worst-case scenario has never helped her, she keeps doing it just in case. And so, the poster child for anxiety became the accidental owner of a helpline meant to ease the worries of others. There were many calls, at first confusing, then frustrating, then just a little tedious with time. But one stood out. Hello, Mrs. Scared. Hello, this is Mr. Brave. Mr. Brave? Yes, I, I live in the Yellow House on First Street. Listen, I need the latest information on the... Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Brave, you're wrong here. No, see, I'm worried about... Worried? The... Worried? You're worried? We're all worried. You have the wrong number. Oh, I, I thought... Ah, so you can't help about the, the lockdown. No. They made a stupid mistake with the number, and now I'm getting calls all day from people. They want this, 
They want that. They don't know what to do. They're okay, anxious. Okay, okay. Calm down, lady. I just wanted some information. What about me? I can't help you people. I have to worry about the... We need a plan, a, a strategy, a, a way of controlling this. We can't just sit around here and worrying about it. I need to know what's going to happen. You see, I... I see very well. Thank you. And there's no plan. Nothing is saving us. I've been saying this all along. Fear, fear is all we have now. And I was quite worried enough before you came along with your worries too. So good day. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Gedd? Oh, hello. Um, It's still not the hotline. I can't help you. I know. I, I've just been thinking about what you said. And maybe you're right. Maybe this is a time to be scared. Just give in to the fear. Maybe there is no plan. No hope. Now, don't say that. I've been thinking too. And you said you live in the Yellow House on First Street, right? Uh, yeah. The silly, happy-looking one. I kind of wish I could paint it black now. I see you. I, I mean, I, I think I've seen you. You're the one who's always going out and about, going for a jog. Looks like you're on the way to some wonderful thing. You're always greeting everyone. Yeah, I suppose, yes. That, that could be me. How did you know? I'm in the blue house, uh, right opposite. I'm actually looking at your house right now. Ah, there you are, in the window. Hello. How funny. Yes, imagine meeting someone new when we're all stuck inside alone. Um, anyway, I, I don't know you, but you don't really seem like the fearful type to me. Maybe I'm not that right after all. Really? But the crisis? I know. And it's, it's awfully much and scary. But the thing is, a lot of things are. I'm always scared. If it's sunny, I'm afraid it'll rain. If I'm happy, I'm sure I won't be tomorrow. And I guess it's just been easier to hold on to that than try to change anything. But when you were talking yesterday, it's like I heard the fear for the first time out there in the world and someone else, not just in my own head. And, you know, I've been afraid. I've heard other people be afraid. But somehow hearing it from you, it just became real to me. So you were right. We... We should be scared. We should panic. No, no. I, I mean, yes, there is a true threat and we need to be careful. But my panic never really helped me when it was about the little things. It just made me freeze and it became bigger and bigger until that was all I could see. And I'm starting to realize that maybe it never really helps, even now. Even now? This is different. Yes, but fear is fear. And if it's making you, of all people, Mr. Brave, become small, well, then I don't think it's very helpful, regardless of the situation. Maybe there's some hope we should focus on, don't you think? Hope? For, for what? I don't know about that. You, you're just trying to make me feel better. <laughs> well, maybe that's enough, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hi, it's Mrs. Scared. I looked you up in the phone book. Oh, uh, hello. Did you hear? They're ending the lockdown. I heard. They, they say to be careful, but it's a start. Yes, a little bit of hope. You know, last time we spoke, you asked me what there is to hope for. Yes, I, I was a little too harsh. I guess there is an end to the lockdown. Hope for the crisis to decrease, for it not to affect me and those around me. But that doesn't really make me feel braver, to be honest. I understand that. Um... 
But here's a thought. Maybe it's not just about what to hope for, but in. Hope in? Yes. Hope in, not just for things. You can't control this with your plans and I can't lessen it with my fear. But maybe we can still hope in ourselves or God or the government or the love of your family or whatever you want. But we're capable and resilient. And I need to believe that now, not just the possibility of things getting better. I like that. Hope in us, not just for us. Yes. Ah, you hear that? The world is starting to move again. At least you won't be getting all those phone calls now. <laughs> yes, what a relief. Although not all of them were bad. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, listen, now now that we can <clears throat> brave the world again, how about you join me on a walk, Mrs. Scared? Mr. Brave, that does sound like just the right response to a little bit of hope. I'll see you in the street then, between our houses? Yes, let's. Right in the middle. Señora Asustada, escrito por Elna Schutz, presentado en español por Marcela Enau y Felipe Useche. Frente a una terrible crisis, el gobierno ha establecido una variedad de líneas telefónicas de ayuda. Desafortunadamente, los anuncios del número de la línea directa tenían un solo número equivocado, enviando las llamadas de los residentes preocupados al teléfono de la señora asustada. ¿Ella es el tipo de persona que siempre está ansiosa por algo y las llamadas preocupadas de otros? No ayuda. Pero una de esas llamadas se distinguió entre muchas otras. Hola, señora asustada. Hola. Habla el señor Valiente. ¿Señor Valiente? Sí, vivo en la Casa Amarilla de la Calle Primera. Escuche, necesito la última información sobre... Oh, no, señor Valiente. Se equivoca aquí. No, verá, estoy preocupado por... ¿Preocupado? ¿Está preocupado? Todos estamos preocupados. Se ha equivocado de número. Oh, pensé... Así que no, no puede ayudarme acerca de... Del, del encierro. No, señor. ¿Sueno como que puedo ayudar con el encierro? Cometieron un gran error con el número y ahora recibo llamadas todo el día. No saben qué hacer. Están ansiosos. Dios mío. Claro que están ansiosos. Esto es una crisis. ¿Y qué hay de mí? No puedo ayudarlos. Bien, cálmese, señora. Solo quería algo de información. Necesitamos un plan, una estrategia, una... Una forma de controlar esto. No podemos quedarnos aquí sentados preocupándonos por ello. Yo necesito saber qué va a pasar, qué hay de los niños y los verá yo. Veo. Muy bien. Gracias. Y no hay ningún plan. Nada nos está salvando. Lo he estado diciendo todo el tiempo. El miedo es todo lo que tenemos ahora. Y yo ya estaba bastante preocupada antes de que usted llegara con sus preocupaciones también. Buenos días. Hola. Hola, señora asustada. Habla el señor valiente. Ah, hola. Todavía no es la línea directa. No puedo ayudarlo. Lo sé. He estado pensando en lo que dijo y tal vez tenga razón. Tal vez es el momento de sentir miedo. Solo entregarse al miedo. 
tal vez no hay ningún plan, no hay esperanza. No, no, no diga eso. Yo también he estado pensando y dijo que vive en la casa amarilla de la calle Primera. Es, sí, esa que, que luce graciosa y tiene un aspecto feliz, aunque me gustaría poderla pintar de negro ahora. La veo. Eh, quiero decir, creo que lo he visto. Usted es el que siempre va a correr o parece que va a ir a algo maravillosamente divertido, siempre saludando a todo el mundo. Um, supongo que sí. Ese podría ser yo. ¿Cómo lo supo? Estoy en la Casa Azul, justo enfrente. En realidad, estoy mirando su casa ahora mismo. Ah, ahí está en la ventana. Hola. Qué gracioso. Sí, imagínese conocer a alguien nuevo cuando todos estamos en la casa solos. De todos modos, eh, no lo conozco a usted, claro, pero no me parece un tipo temeroso. Y he estado pensando también y tal vez no estoy tan en lo cierto después de todo. ¿En serio? ¿Pero la crisis? Lo sé, y es muy aterrador, pero la cosa es que muchas cosas lo son. Siempre estoy asustada. Si hace sol, tengo miedo de que llueva. Si estoy feliz, estoy segura de que no lo estaré mañana. Y supongo que ha sido más fácil aferrarse a eso que tratar de cambiar, pues, eh, cualquier cosa. Pero cuando hablaba usted ayer, es como si hubiera escuchado el miedo por primera vez en el mundo, en otra persona, no solo en mi propia cabeza. He tenido miedo y he escuchado a otras personas tenerlo. Pero de alguna manera, al escucharlo de usted, se convirtió en algo real para mí. Así que usted tenía razón. Deberíamos tener miedo. Deberíamos entrar en pánico. No, eh, quiero decir que sí. Hay una verdadera amenaza y debemos tener cuidado, pero... Mi pánico nunca me ayudó realmente cuando se trataba de enfrentar las cosas pequeñas. Solo hizo que me congelara y se hizo más y más grande hasta que yo... Fue todo lo que pude ver. Empiezo a darme cuenta de que tal vez ese miedo nunca me ayude realmente. Incluso ahora. Incluso ahora esto es diferente. Sí, pero el miedo es el miedo. Y si lo hace a uno tan pequeño frente a los demás, bueno, entonces no creo que sea de mucha ayuda. Independientemente de la situación, tal vez haya alguna esperanza en la que debemos centrarnos. ¿No cree? ¿Esperanza? ¿De qué? No sé nada de eso. Usted solo está tratando de hacerme sentir mejor. Tal vez. ¿Y qué tiene de malo eso? <risa> hola. ¿Hola? Habla la señora asustada. Oh, hola. Lo he buscado en la guía telefónica. ¿Se ha enterado? Están terminando la cuarentena. Lo he escuchado. Dicen que hay que tener cuidado, pero es un comienzo. Sí, un poco de esperanza. Usted hizo esperanza otra vez. Un poco fuera de lugar. <risa> sí, supongo. ¿Sabe? La última vez que hablamos, usted preguntó sobre lo que podemos esperar para el futuro. Sí, fui demasiado duro. Supongo que hay un final para todo. La esperanza de que la crisis disminuya, de que no afecte a mí o a los que me rodean. Pero eso no me hace sentir más valiente, para ser honesto. Lo entiendo. Bueno, aquí hay un pensamiento. Tal vez no se trata solo de qué esperar sino la esperanza que podamos tener. ¿Esperanza? ¿De qué? Pues, tener esperanza no solo por las cosas que pasen. Usted no puede controlar esto con sus planes y yo no puedo disminuirlo con mi miedo. Pero tal vez todavía podemos tener esperanza en nosotros mismos 
o en Dios, el gobierno, o en el amor de su familia, en lo que quiera. Pero somos capaces y resistentes, y necesito creer en algo o alguien, no solo en la posibilidad de que las cosas mejoren. Eso me gusta. Que la esperanza en nosotros no sea solo nuestra. Sí. ¿Eh? ¿Escuchó eso? El mundo está empezando a moverse de nuevo. Es verdad. Puedo oírlo. Al menos usted no recibirá todas esas llamadas ahora. <risa> sí. Qué alivio. Aunque no todas fueron malas. Me alegra oír eso. Ey, eh, escuche. Ahora que podemos... <coughs> Desafiar al mundo de nuevo ¿Qué tal si se une a mí en un paseo? Señora asustada <risa> Señor valiente Eso suena como una propuesta de alguien Que tiene un poco de esperanza ¿Lo veré en la calle entonces? ¿Entre nuestras casas? Sí, perfecto Justo en el medio Elna Schutz is an award-winning South African freelance journalist working in radio, podcasting, and writing. You can find more of her work over at Monocle24, Proof, Daily Maverick, and the Associated Press. She is also the founder of Podmeet, a networking project for podcasters. Special thanks to Marcela Enao and Felipe Useche for performing in the Spanish-language version of this story. This episode was produced in Spanish by Maru Lombardo our 2020 Studio Ochenta Sound Design Fellow. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project, which is still accepting pitches, over at ochentastudio.com slash ochenta stories. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the Podcast is sponsored by Cox.